Welcome, welcome. This is the official Plan Your Federal Benefits podcast. My name is Dallin Hawes. I will be your host today. And this is where we go over the tips and tricks and strategies to get the most out of your federal benefits and your federal retirement. So let's get into it. Hello, hello, federal employees from all over. Welcome and thank you for watching. I have seen incredible comments and responses to my videos, to my content, that thank you for being a part of this community. Thank you for getting value out of this, and thank you for investing in yourself by learning about your future, about your benefits, and about your retirement. You're gonna thank yourself so many times, over and over again, for taking this time to learn. So, thank you for being here. Today we are talking about taxes, and ideally how to pay less of them in a very healthy way. And I'll tell you how to do that. So, many of you know that health insurance is expensive. It's expensive. Even in with the federal government, it costs a lot of money. It may not feel as expensive because the government picks a big portion of it up for you, which is a great perk for working for the government, but it's expensive, even for federal employees. Now, we know that health expenses in general rise about 5% per year, at least they have in the last few years. 5% per year. So let me put that into perspective. General inflation, so other things in the economy are rising about two to three percent per year. So that means health insurance, health costs are rising twice as fast as other things in the economy. So over time, this is gonna make a huge, huge difference and I do not foresee that it will slow in the future. Where in the foreseeable future, health insurance, health costs are going to go up. So having a way to keep your costs low and to save money whenever you can is imperative. You want to have strategies to get the most out of it, to know that you're getting the most bang for your buck when it comes to paying for health insurance and health expenses in general. So let me introduce the HSA. Many of you probably have already heard about it, but maybe you don't understand some of the details that comes with using an HSA, how to use it, who's eligible to use it, and if it makes sense for you. So let's dig right in. So there are a list of qualifications that you have to meet in order to use an HSA. I'll read them off, I have my notebook. Okay, number one, you have to be enrolled in a high deductible health plan. Okay, so generally high deductible health plans are cheaper, but like the name suggests, they have a high deductible. So if you have a lot of expenses in one year, it's gonna take a while to hit your deductible. And there's certain requirements, the deductible has to be so large, it has to be a certain limit before the government's gonna consider that a high deductible plan. But whenever you look at the different plans within FEHB, it'll tell you high deductible health plan. It'll be right there. Okay, next. Let's say you are on a health, uh, a high deductible health plan, but you cannot be, one of, the, one of the other requirements are you cannot be on a different plan that's not high deductible. For example, if your spouse is on a plan that's not, not high deductible, you would not be eligible for an HSA. You cannot be involved in a plan that is not high deductible. Okay. You also cannot be claimed as a dependent on someone else's tax return. That's a no-go. Okay, and you could also, you can't be on Medicare to be eligible for an HSA. That's a no-go as well. So if you meet those four main requirements, odds are you are eligible 
to use an HSA. Okay, so you've gotten this far. You're eligible to use it, but does it make sense for you? Okay, let me give you a general idea of what an HSA does, to, and then at that point you say, okay, do I want that? Is that something that I, that I want in my life, right? Okay, so in general, how an HSA works is you put money in to this account, an HSA account, health savings account. And if you do it right, then that money that you put in is a tax deduction. Meaning let's say you make $100,000 a year. If you put money into this account, your taxable income is gonna come down for the year that you put money in. That's a great thing. Pay less taxes, yay. Okay, but the good part is, so the money sits in this account and you can even invest the money and it'll grow over time. And when you have out-of-pocket expenses, right, to maybe to pay your deductible, when things come up, you can use this account, your health savings account, to pay for those expenses. And so, you get a tax deduction putting money in, and then when things come up, you can pull from this account to pay for those expenses. That's how the account works in a nutshell. So basically, for high earners and other things like that, it may make a lot of sense because you save a lot of money in taxes, and because you're gonna pay for health expenses anyway, so why not save some taxes in the meantime? But like I said, it does not make sense for everyone. Let me tell you why. Whenever you have an HSA, there are a few requirements when it comes to turning in expenses and things like that that you have to do on your taxes. It takes more responsibility, takes a little more work and a little more organization. So if you're the type of person that likes that, that wants the challenge just to save, you know, to save that money, great, do it. But if you don't want to worry about that, if you don't want another thing to worry about, you'd rather just have a low deductible plan, that's fine. It has to make sense for you. And also matters how much health expenses are you expecting in the coming year, right? If you're, if you're expecting very low health expenses, well, maybe a high deductible plan with an HSA makes great sense, right? But if you have lots of expenses, maybe the tax benefits of a HSA will not make up for the money you're gonna lose by having a high deductible plan. So these are all things that you wanna consider when thinking about this. For some people, it'll make incredible sense. For other people, not so much. Okay, one last strategy, one last point that I want to mention about an HSA. And that is for some people, they, ha they have the high deductible plan, they have the HSA, and then they decide year to year when health expenses do come up, they actually pay those expenses from other sources, just savings, whatever, from other sources. And they let their money in the HSA sit. And over time it grows. And then in retirement, they have this, this chunk of money they can use for medical expenses that has had tons of time to grow tax-free. Because like I said, if you use these things, for health expenses, you could take this money out of this account completely tax-free. That's a huge thing. So if you're familiar already with a Roth IRA or an IRA or your TSP or, or the Roth TSP, you know that you either have to pay taxes now or later, right? You have to pick which one you want. It's now or later. With a Roth TSP, you pay it now. With a traditional TSP, you pay it later. With an HSA, if you do it right, you get a tax deduction today and you never pay taxes later. It can be a huge, huge advantage if your finances allow it. I only suggest a strategy for people that 
are really in a great financial position where they have lots of excess cash flow, they've got savings, they have things, and so they could afford to let their HSA just sit and grow, they invest it, it grows over time, and then in retirement, like I said, they have this chunk of change ready to go for whatever comes up. They have that, that thing, a backdrop where no matter what happens, they are prepared and they're ready to go. So that is an HSA in a nutshell. And there's lots of little nitty gritty about all the details, but hopefully that gives you a good overview of what it is and if it makes sense for you. And if it does, great, take advantage of it, love it and do it. If it doesn't, no problem. There's other strategies that might work for you. Okay, I hope this was helpful. Good luck with everything and guess what? Brand new book, Building Wealth in the TSP. That's me right there, it's on Amazon. Check it out and guess what? For you, for you, my viewers, I made it extremely short. It's, it's almost a pamphlet, it is super, super short. It's 30 pages because I know when I am reading about something technical, like, let's say a TSP and retirement, all these things, I don't want to read a textbook. I want the most important things that I am going to need to apply now so that I get the most out of whatever topic I'm learning about. And that is what I try to do here in this book, give you the most important things. I'll cram them as, as thick as I can onto 30 pages to really give you everything you need to be successful in the TSP. So if you're interested, check it out. It's on Amazon. It's really cheap. It's, so I just want to get this information out so that everyone has it. Okay, federal employees, thank you for watching and I hope you have a great week. And again, thank you for making it to the end of my video, the end of my podcast. I hope this brought value to you and your life. My goal with this content is to bring as much value to as many people as I possibly can. So please, if you can, if this brought value to you, please show your support, subscribe, hit the thumbs up, comment. Give me feedback about what you want to hear about, what you want to learn about, and how you can get more value out of this and so that I could do the very best I can to make this the best channel for my viewers, for my listeners, the very best I can. So again, thank you for being here and investing in yourself and in your future. And I will see you next week.